Hello, everyone. You're listening to The David Lee Show. The David Lee Show is sponsored by Fixing Fathers Incorporated, which is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization based in Connecticut. Fixing Fathers Incorporated promotes learning and intellectual development for fathers and their families. Learn more at fixingfathers.org. Now, without further ado, here is your host, Dr. David Lee Asbury. Yo, 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 it's the David Lee Show, the dot-com done, we don't scratch the surface, we go beyond, music, entertainment, and more, reporting live from the 203, establishing 09, three-time author, stand-up comedian, man of the media, working in any medium, this is where it happens, this is where it is, the David Lee Show, time to log in, Welcome to the David Lee Show. As Melissa mentioned, this is your host, Dr. David Lee Asbury. I'd like to thank you for for stopping by today because, well, you didn't have to. The David Lee Show is sponsored by Fixing Fathers Incorporated, where fathers teach fathers how to be better fathers. Men's Resource, where it's great to be a dad. And McKay's Custom Clean, that's customized cleaning for your individual needs. Now, for today's show, we have a guest a brother that I am so happy to have. He's a civil engineer. He's a youth basketball coach, an HBCU grad, human rights and relations supporter, a Southern gentleman. And of course, he's a dad. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to the mic, Sean Cardwell. Come on, man, Sean. How you doing, brother? Good, David. How are you? Glad How you to be been, here. man? How you been? Not too bad. Now, you know, we saw each other. This is this is what I think. This is just crazy. We saw each other about two weeks ago, right? Right. Saw you in um, Walgreens, I think it was, with your daughter. And I, you know, reached out to you. You told me you're an engineer. You know, we, we got into it. Talked to my producer. And next thing you know, you're here, man. And I just want to, I want to definitely thank you for just coming through. Man. Glad appreciate to be here. It, so, you know, all right, all right. Got it all that fluff. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's just jump right into it, man. So, Sean, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background, man? Where, where are you from, man? I'm from a small town called Danville, Virginia. Small town. So, what do you mean, like 35 people? Well, maybe 40. 40 <laughs> people? Yeah, my mother lives in one of those towns. Everybody knows each other? Absolutely. All right. So, so Auntie Auntie May can 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 take care of business if she needs to tell you. doing something wrong. She can take care of business. She's not even your aunt. It's that kind of? That's it. I used to walk down to the store that was in somebody's garage. That's, oh, that's, that's how it goes to So how was that living? I mean, some people run away from that and never go back. But how was it living in that small community? It was it was great. Everyone took care of everyone, knew everybody, so there was never a stranger right, right. around. So we, we, it, was, it was a good growing up. All right. So where did you go to school? I went to school at North Carolina A&T State University. All right. So, oh, wait, HBCU, right? HBCU in Greensboro, North so Carolina. how did you end up there? I mean, what's, what's, I mean, why didn't you, I mean, you know, a lot of small town, you got, you, a lot of times people want to get out and go to a big city. How did you end up staying right in the vicinity, not too far? Well, funny you say that. Going to Greensboro was the big city from my small town. Oh, it was. <laughs> 
But I lived about an hour. Big city, right? So yeah. I lived about an hour away. Right, right. And we uh we always heard of Aggie Fest. It was a festival that the school does every year. Okay. So we went down as high school seniors and that was it. Oh, so you guys heard about Aggie Fest. You've always wanted to do it, so you just went down there? Yeah, went down to see what it was all about. Okay. And got encaptured by the school, the people, the the love of the community. So you was excited. Excited. Excited to be there. That's crazy. I'm still excited. excited. So you was excited about school. That's what I'm getting at. It's oh, like, yes. Because you know, kids, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, the, the college stuff. But you was actually excited, like, I want to go to the school? I actually, actually, oh, <laughs> excited wow. about it. I have to tell you, yeah. I had to choose between North Carolina State right. and North Carolina A&T. Right. Well, I went to A&T. All right, all right. So big shout out to A&T, right? But do, I know there got to be some kind of shout out that you got. Aggie, Aggie, Aggie Pride, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride, okay, okay, okay. So tell me a little bit about your experience. What did you what did you major in and all of that kind of stuff? What's up? Well, I started out as architectural engineering. Right. It, just for a little history, when I was a child, I always knew I was going into engineering. You knew as a kid? I knew about six or seven. I always went to the water. I always would try to divert the water. You see it flowing, and I draw lines in it to make it go one way or the other. Oh, okay. I throw rocks into the um to it to make a dam. So this was this was going to happen. It just was going to happen. I didn't know what it was yet. I thought it was yeah. architecture, but <laughs> architecture is the building. Civil engineering is the ground, and that's okay. that's what okay. I ended up okay. doing. So, um, so what happened after you? Um, well, while you were going to school, give me a little, give me a little history on what you did during school and what you did after school. Okay. Well, being there, I met a bunch of close friends that I'm still friends with today. Oh, that's cool. I met my wife. There as well. Well, hold on, hold on. Your wife went to the school also. My wife went to the school as well. So you married, you married your your child. You actually married the child, your childhood sweet. Well, she's was she your childhood, your your college sweetheart. Uh, yes, yes. Wow, that's a great story. That's beautiful. It really is. She's a great lady. Oh man. So okay. So you met you guys get ma- you guys get married. Did you get married while you were in school? Or tell me that when later. It was it was it happened afterwards. It happened later. Yes. Okay. So give me the story. Okay, well, we got plenty of time here. <laughs> to show, so go ahead, man. You here? <laughs> I met her. I met her sophomore year, sophomore junior year. Okay. Now, funny story is that we were all all of our friends uh-huh. are friends, right? But I never paid attention to her until later. So we, we finally got together uh-huh. and have been together ever since. So how long have you been married? <laughs> 20, you better get it right, man, because I know you're going to be listening to this. 24, 24 years. We've been together 24 Gotta years. Got to get that right. 24 years. Oh, my goodness. Oh. So, all right. So, you guys you guys um, met at school. Tell me how, I mean, how did you guys end up, how did you end up in Connecticut from this small town? How did you end up in Connecticut? Okay. Well, while I was architectural engineering uh-huh. at A&T. Right. I wasn't sure that that was what I wanted to do. And during my part-time jobs, I was able to become a part owner in a shoe repair shop. Okay. So I did that for seven years. I'm trying to connect it, but it's not there yet. So go ahead. I did that for seven years. While that was happening, my wife was working on her master's. Right. Okay. So eventually, she got the master's. So where was she working on her master's at? At At A&T. At A&T still. Okay, yeah. We had our first daughter. Right. Okay. And once she graduated, obviously, you want to get a job in your field. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So she started looking and got a job in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Ah, 
Rico. All right. So Bridgeport. Okay, okay. Bridgeport. So once once she moved, she came to Hamden. I was still in North Carolina. Oh, so you guys did okay. So you did a relations that had that relationship. Uh, you're in you're you're where you're at, and she's in Bridgeport. Yep. And okay. I kept my I kept our oldest daughter with me while she got herself together. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So we we were renting a house at the time. We moved out of that. No reason to pay two rents. Right. I moved right. with my mother. Right. And I continued to work in Greensboro, in North Carolina. Okay. While she was in Bridgeport. While she was in Connecticut. Now, she found something in Bridgeport? You said she found something in Bridgeport. Yes, right? that's correct. Okay, so she's working in Bridgeport. You're out. You're home. I'm okay. home. Okay, well, at that point, I figured, you know what? Let's 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 change things up a little bit. Uh-huh. So I went back to get my civil engineering degree. Okay. Okay. Once I got that degree, I moved up with my daughter to my wife's mom. Okay. In, in Northern Virginia, in D.C. Right. So now I'm a train so right away. A little closer. A little closer, a <laughs> little bit. A little closer to Bridgeport, right? Yeah. So we did that about about two to three years. Uh-huh. And one day, after I'd moved out of her house, I got an apartment. Right, okay. One day, the apartment was getting condemned. And I figured that was a sign that I need to go to the family. While you were there, living there? While I was living there. I got, that, I got, got the got letter. letter. <laughs> they got the apartment? I got the letter. We're going down. <laughs> so, um... So that was your sort of moment. That that was right? my sign that it's time to get the family back together. Oh man! So so basically, after you get the letter, you said, "All right, I'm moving." You you're basically moving to Connecticut. I'm moving to Connecticut, oh, job or not, I'm yeah. I'm on my way. Without a job. With, without a job, I was oh, that was it. Man. That was enough of a sign. Okay, okay. For me to go. Okay. So when you get to Connecticut, right? When I get to Connecticut, tell me what happens when you get to Connecticut because you're still you're still in Bridgeport. I'm trying to figure out how did how, <laughs> when did Hamden come in? You're still in Bridgeport with your wife. Okay. So, well, in, in Hamden, she, she she her base point is Hamden, okay. but she's working in Bridgeport. Oh, so she had moved to oh she she found an apartment in Hamden. Yes. Ah, so that, that's that's, where the, that's the basis. That's how we got you. That's how ah, how we're here. Okay. okay. So I was probably here three months, and she had already put in a lot of resumes for me before yeah. I even started. Yeah, yeah. And I got the interview love in Greenwich. I love her already, man. Love her already. So you got the interview in Greenwich. Got the interview and, and got the job, and I'm I'm still working there. So all of those years, you're still working same place. Twelve years, killing it. So tell me a little bit about what a civil engineer does. What do you guys do? I mean, you know, um, just you know, give me the for our listeners. Just okay. what does a civil engineer do? Well, civil engineers, we take care of infrastructure. Uh, on a personal basis, I maintain bridges and dams. I'm currently working on projects where I have lowered a road to make the intersection better. So you get that instant gratification of seeing your work. Yes, yes, yes. Right away. Tangible. I mean, you just kind of see it right there. And I, I love it when it happens. Oh, man, that is great. Do you love it? I, I, I love what I, I do. I, I guess I don't even need to hear your answer because I can just tell you do. Uh, yep, I love, love what I do. The passion is there. So you know what? I'll tell you what. We're going to take a little break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about fatherhood. All right. All right. The David Lee Show is sponsored by Fixing Fathers Incorporated, where fathers help fathers to be better fathers, a men's resource, where it's great to be a dad, and by McKay Custom Clean, customized cleaning for your individual needs. For more information, visit us at fixingfathers.org. Now, back to The David Lee Show. Okay, thank you, Melissa. So, Sean, full disclosure, man, full disclosure. Listen, we met at the Hamden Human Rights 
and Relations Committee. Yes. And um, that was about a year ago. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a testament to this guy's leadership. You are now the vice chair, man. Yo, tell me, how, how did that feel, man? I mean, that is just a year, and it just tells a lot. It's, it's just so telling about who you are as a person. Um, a year later, you're the vice chair. So tell me a little bit about that. How do you feel, man? It's really an honor and a privilege yeah. to, to become vice chair yeah, with man. you guys. We're looking, to, we're looking forward to doing some great work, and especially the fact that a lot of people don't even know that the Human Rights and Relations Committee is out there. So uh, we got a really big job in front of us getting... Um, that message out. So, I want to go back to Walgreens because you told me a little bit about you told me a little bit about your older daughter. Okay. But the one that I met, sweet little thing, was at um, Walgreens, and I want to know what's going on with her, man. I, you know, what's her name? Give me her. You know, give me a little information about your relationship with her. That's my baby girl, Rebecca. She's uh, she's nine, yes. nine years old. Yes, nine years old. So, what is Rebecca into, man? Rebecca. Rebecca plays the flute, uh-huh. and she also plays uh, basketball and soccer okay. as okay. well. Okay. And I try to make every game. I never miss a game or practice oh, every man, time I can. Like the hardest thing, and it's not just for for me as a dad, but a lot of dads because you know what you know. All right, perfect example. I'm doing the podcast thing, right? Um, I can get someone that says, "Yo, listen, I I, I want to do the interview on Saturday." And then, you know, you got a basketball game on Saturday. So you got to say to yourself, oh, what am I going to do? Uh, you know, I want to do, do the podcast, but what's important, you know? And, of course, you know, your kid's going to always win out. Um, so, I mean, how do you pull all of this together? You know, being an engineer, being a husband, uh, how do you pull all of that together and, and, and then at the same time make every single soccer game, every single basketball game, whatever it may be? It's a very tight schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so who takes care of the schedule, man? My wife, obviously. You know, I don't. My wife does. Oh, so she basically puts it on the board. She's, and she's basically, you got this, you got that, you got this. Make sure you're there. She puts it on the board. That's that's all we do. Yeah, I got the same wife. And, they, must, they must know each other. And to add into it, we have to go down this weekend to get our oldest daughter, Sarah, from A&T. Oh, so you got to pull her back. That's right. That's right. It's that time. It's that time. So what is she? Is she going to be working in, in Connecticut? What is she doing? Is she going to take off, relax? What? Well, your guess is to as be good as mine. <laughs> your guess is as good as she's mine. She's going to work. I know what she's going to She's going to probably I actually told her to take advantage of this time, though, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. these better, jobs that you can walk away from. I said, hey. You better take advantage. Yeah. When it, when it really hits you, that's it. That's it. So back to your younger daughter. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about um, um, the soccer games, and talk to me a little bit about uh, the basketball games that you attend and all of that. And what do you do with? I mean, what do you guys do? Okay. Well, she plays a lot of. She's playing soccer now. Okay. Uh, of course, it's the season. Yeah. And she's made great strides, in my opinion, from last year to this year. The world of difference makes. In a so, year. So, so are you uh, are you one of those on-hand dads that's yelling and screaming, or are you sit in the background, or are you just like, yeah? That is me. I'm always <laughs> screaming, yelling, coaching my kid, the other kids on the team. Oh, man, that's great. My wife calls me the side coach. <laughs> All right, so, but hold up. You're also a basketball, you also teach basketball, right? Are you a basketball coach, too? Did I am a basketball that? coach as well. So what's up with that? Well, now, that's not your daughter. That's that's other kids, or is that um? What is that? Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Okay, it is it's other kids, but for the history of it, I used to coach at um Hamner Regional. Okay. For ten ten years or so with my oldest daughter. Oh, okay. All right. So recently, 
I had the opportunity to become an assistant director down in Greenwich for basketball clinics. Whoa. Okay. So, so I took that opportunity as well. So that's that's another thing on the schedule. That's another thing on the schedule. So how did you guys make out? Um, and how, how old are these kids? We coach clinics from kindergarten to second grade. Oh, so, so these kids are not really just learning not the really game. worried about winning, right? They <laughs> not just, at they all. Just play. It's one of those things where, you know, you know, leadership and team play and all That's that. That's it. So team how did you guys do anyway? I want to know. How did you guys do anyway? Well, at the end of the year, we do four games with Rye, which is a, a rival team. And we won one out of the four this okay, year. Okay, so I know it was a celebration, right? Yeah, we absolutely. Won, we won, we That's won. all we needed. Celebrated. That's great. That's great. So, I mean, you are doing so many things in addition, in addition to all of this. And, and this is just testament, like I said, I'm going back to why you're vice chair. Um, um, this is just a testament to your leadership skills. Now, you have another organization that you have started up or you're involved in. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, I'm involved with Legacy. And Legacy. What, what happened, what it's about, a friend of ours passed away years ago in his mid-30s. Right. And he left his son, Caleb, and his wife. Okay. Nikki. So what we decided to do was take, to start the organization, uh-huh. and we sell tickets to the football game tailgates. Mm. which is what we do. So okay. people come in and we feed them. Right. And we feed the kids for free. And those proceeds go to Caleb and the family. That is beautiful. And we also have a Facebook store, which is at Legacy Tailgate T-shirts. And the 100% of those proceeds go to Caleb as well. Oh, wow. Could you, all right, you know what? Could you give that, could you give that again? Just so, so that my listeners and basically, if you know, people might want to donate or might want to give some money to that. Um, just give that to him again. Okay, yes, absolutely. The Facebook store is Legacy at Legacy Tailgate T-shirts, and we sell all kinds of gear. You'd, you'd love what we have for you. And all of the money, 100% of the money goes to the kids. All 100% of the family. money goes to the family. That is beautiful. Now, you said we. Who is we? Yeah, it's you and then some of your A&T buddies? All, all of my A&T all guys, the, as with all oh, the family. Man. Now that, that, that is wonderful, man. That is so great, man. So, yo, man, Sean... Keep up the good work, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I don't know how you do. Like I said, I gotta get my wife and your wife together so I can figure out this schedule. That'll be oh, my she, she my schedule's it. a little jacky, man. You know, my wife is not looking to be taking over that. You know, she got her own schedule. That's how we work. But she she takes care of your schedule. She do it for All you. I right. tell you. You heard that, Ty? You heard that, Ty? So I gotta talk to my wife about that one, man, because um, I am all over the place. Um, but listen, man, like I said, thank you so much for coming, man. I'm My pleasure. You come back so we can talk about legacy. I'd love to talk a little bit more about that next time. Will do. All right. Okay, y'all. So that's uh, it. That's a wrap. This is the David Lee Show. This episode of the David Lee Show was produced by Tracy Bowens. Thank you, Tracy. Um, if you enjoyed today's show, head over to fixingfathers.org to gain access to our free resources. Until then, in the words of the legend Zig Ziglar, you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. He said it, and I'm sticking with it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. This episode of The David Lee Show was produced by Tracy Bowens. Uh, yeah. Yo. Yo, yo, it's the David Lee Show. Uh-huh. The dot com done. We don't scratch the surface, we go beyond. Music, entertainment, and more. Reporting live from the 203, establishing 09. Three time author, stand up comedian, man of the media, working in any medium. This is 